hey everybody starting the show with hey everybody because that's how uh that that guy who sent that thing to our twitter uh taught us that every show starts except for a couple where i make jokes this is one where i kick the table you could uh, <laughs> you could play that as as a as a song in one of the breaks um uh, then people would just be confused and think that they had repeatedly rewound to the beginning of the show I'm like why does the sound quality keep changing i'm jick I'm Riff. And I'm Hot Stuff. How you guys doing? It's been a while since we did one of these. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't even remember how to Two talk anymore. What? What are you saying, Hot Stuff? I can't understand any of your mouth words. Have you guys done anything fun? KOL related? Oh, KOL related? No. No? You've written a lot of rhymes. You've written a lot more rhymes. We've Running out of rhymes. Busily at work on things that aren't going to see the light of day for a month and then scrambling like mad assholes to get the things done that are coming out tonight. Tonight's a fairly big night. Yeah, there's a big rollover. Well, yesterday night by the time you hear this. So I hope you guys enjoy all your spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. That was that was a real life spoiler text. <laughs> Instead of saying what you're about to say, you just put your hand over your mouth and yell, "Spoiler! Oh. Spoiler! Spoiler!" I made it out of clay. Yeah. <laughs> I plugged my nose with clay. Um, yeah, went to went to Las Vegas yeah. with my mom. That was KOL related. Yeah, I wore a bugbear shirt yeah. there and everywhere. Um, yeah, that's about it. I went. To, I went to the East Coast for Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was fun. I went to a uh, mainly vegan Thanksgiving dinner. Oh yeah, yeah. It was. It was okay, but it was not. It was not the. I mean, it was good food, but it was not the food that I associate with Thanksgiving. It was like lentils and and stuff. Did like they have that. like at least mashed potatoes and gravy? They and had stuff? some mashed, well, mashed potatoes, potatoes, but with no had, gravy or butter. They had like you can a, have a vegan, vegan gravy. gravy. Yeah, and you could have like cranberry sauce. Yeah. It was. It, I mean, it was good stuff. Squash. It was. It was. It was. It was a nice party. I don't want to knock it, but it was uh, not. Not proper Thanksgiving food. So. Wait, I thought they couldn't use sugar because they felt it was exploitative of sugar bats. <laughs> That's not where sugar comes from. No. Sugar Sorry. babies. Yes, sugar babies. As long as the as long as the babies give it willingly, it's fine. I yeah. think I think vegans can eat anything that animals give you willingly. It depends. So like on they can eat bat guano bites. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> they can eat maulings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so. So for Friday, we bought some ham and stovetop stuffing and stuff and had a proper Thanksgiving Had a proper feast. stuffed ham. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I had some a lot of pie over the weekend, and I had a pecan pie when I was down in Georgia, or I had a slice of pecan pie when I was down in Georgia, and it, and it was so, so good that now, like, regular, like, pecan pie that's just, like, got that kind of crappy filling and, like, some pecans on top is just just kind of lame by comparison. I know what you had for breakfast yesterday, which was all my goddamn pizza again. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, I, I, have, I have repeatedly said, hey, do you not want me to eat your pizza? And you're like, I will never be set, I will never be angry at you for eating my pizza. <laughs> and I think angry. Oh, I'm, I'm you should be- get that in writing. <laughs> I'm just bemused. Yeah. Um, sorry. No, it's all right. I, yeah, I guess I could stop doing that. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's just weird that, like, I feel like if I got a pizza 
If yeah. I ordered a pizza yeah. and ate a single pepper, like this is how I could force you to gain, <laughs> I could force you to become a big fat dude. Every night I order yeah. a pizza, I eat a single pepperoni off of it and put it in the fridge because for breakfast the next morning, if there is, like your algorithm goes, if there is pizza, eat pizza. So <laughs> while, my, while my algorithm is, pizza, is, I hate, pizza my algorithm is that I hate wasting food, right? And so I would say... It, things have changed a little bit more recently, but but I would say pizza. that in in general, you you have you have regularly gotten leftovers and they have gone bad because right. I've been afraid to eat them. But that so is not- I just kind of took on a much more liberal. I'm just going to eat your leftovers policy, and that has worked out more or less better. <laughs> but then I do things like eat the pizza that you're planning on eating, and that's that. You know, I could all, put a note- all I need. Yeah, all I need is just any kind of heads up. Okay, so what I can do is I can write special instructions on my order. Please arrange the <laughs> please arrange the black olives to yeah. say Kevin eat these and die. <laughs> oh, also make the black olives out of poison. <laughs> hmm. And replace Kevin with anyone. Anyone, eat these and die. Yeah. Yeah. So is pizza in general, you'll eat pizza? I mean, should I just wait an extra day? Because like, I feel like a two-day-old pizza you won't eat. That's probably true. Okay. I will. I, I it's will fine, st- buddy. It's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, um, yeah. I Yeah. It's fine. Just there have been like three times, three times a year, I look in the fridge expecting to eat Good a piece. specific thing, and it's happened twice in the last two days. So I'm like, grr. Growl. I didn't have anything to do with the uh, today's. I know that cheese ate itself. No, and I I asked uh, my lady friend, and she I know I know. She sent me a text message like, "By the way, I didn't eat your cheese, you asshole." (laughs) It was very accusatory text message. It was like she she had said that you could have had some of her cheese. I didn't know. Every time I see cheese in the refrigerator, I assume that it's cheese that I bought five years ago and is got invisible death sprinkles on it that's that thing that you cheese... like you like weird cheeses yeah huh? well he yeah. likes poison olives. the invisible death sprinkles have been removed for your convenience yes. <laughs> jenny still has that sticker on her new fridge yeah it's about the the cheese yeah, and, the and one of its features listed was a, was a was a an attractive brown rind yeah. and then it later says the attractive brown rind is or no the distinctive yeah. brown rind has been removed for your convenience <laughs> It's like, ah, this cheese, this cheese wheel had a sweet naked lady painted on the outside. Yeah. Uh, it's to inspire the cheese keepers to, <laughs> to feats of preservation. Uh, you guys want to read some uh, some questions about... Yeah, are we, sure. are we in good shape about for tonight? Do you Have you done yep. everything that you feel like yep. you need to do? Okay. We're in good shape for tonight. And uh, so tonight is day one of uh, the Crimbo stuff. We're in good shape for days one, two, and four <laughs> so far. All right. Uh, tomorrow, I hope to get ready for day three. <laughs> That seems like a, a good choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the uh, hierarchy uh, of three needs. and five, and then the following day, I'm taking a vacation cool. for eight days. Um, but yeah, uh, most of everything got done yesterday for the item of the month, so there were just some there were just some some cleanup today, which got done. Everybody pitched in. Everybody did their part. We had a meeting where we kind of talked about some stuff and yeah. continued to not make a bunch of decisions about crimbo. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're coming closer to some sort of group thing. Sure, this yeah. is we're coming closer to some sort of group thing. Group think. Did Merry you Christmas. did you send out the minutes email? I did. Huh? Because I, I looked when I 
got out of the shower. Did you do it like one minute ago? I did it like fifteen minutes ago. Okay, okay. Okay. I was gonna say I didn't. I didn't get that either. Uh, Underscore Voss says, "I apologize if this has been addressed already. I'm wondering when you're designing the clan dungeons, how many participants do you envision?" I don't. That's a tough question. Bother envisioning a participant. I like. I'm like, okay, well. Is this possible for one dude, and is this not broken for Sir Sinam's horde? Yeah, I mean, I feel like between 3 and 15 is sort of our standard expectation, but yeah, we, we do make sure that it's at least theoretically so lowable. Yeah. Um, and then it can sort of, most of them can sort of scale up, but there's diminishing returns. Yeah, they don't really scale up is the thing. Like, we haven't ever... It's too easy to mess with that. Well, okay, so with Hobopolis, we had a distinct uh, expectation of of sort of optimality, right? Like you need to have need one of every class yeah. to be as optimal as possible. Yeah. So that's that's a thing. Um, that's not. Yeah. I slime mean, tube. You need. You you need the sort <laughs> you of need forty dudes all running mafia scripts. Well, no, you need the nominal and <laughs> like you need what five people to help you set up a a speed run there. Um, with the Halloween stuff, that was like much larger. Like people, you know, you could get a bunch of people to bite in your dungeon. That yeah. that was pretty significant. I would say that if I'm imagining the kind of clan that I would want to be in, it probably has like a dozen dudes in it, eight of which are online at any given time. So <laughs> they they don't. Sleep. That's all dudes. They don't sleep much. Yeah, all dudes. All, all, the time. all the time. Uh, underscore Voss's forum avatar is kind of freaking me out because it's sort of like this weird lizard with a Pac-Man butthole. I'm kind of far away from the screen. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I mean a butthole that looks like Pac-Man or the kind of butthole that Pac-Man has. I have never in my life considered what Pac-Man's butthole must look like. He eats a lot of dots yeah. <laughs> and a lot of ghosts. Well, you'd assume that you'd assume that the ghosts wouldn't really have much substance. On some levels, he gets plenty of fiber. <laughs> On the like pretzel level, it's more. Oh, just but there's like... a bunch of fruit. There's a bunch <laughs> yeah. of fruit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The pre- pretzels don't have a lot of fiber. No, I'm <laughs> saying uh, on the pretzel levels. On some levels, he gets plenty of fiber, but oh, on the pretzel levels, it's like he takes a good American shit. Is there a lot of fiber in a key or a Thunderbird? <laughs> uh, Thunderbird. Yeah. Like a like a. Ford Thunderbird. <laughs> Ford doesn't make Thunderbirds. Who makes Thunderbird? Pontiac? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who Pontiac is owned by, though. Chrysler? I think they're independent. They're an ind- the Pontiac are an independent tribe. <laughs> they're, they're unaffiliated. Uh, WVO Quine says, I ask questions most shows, and I want to spend my slot this week just thanking you guys for this podcast. I'm someone who loves games and puzzle design, but has chosen a different career in pursuit of other passions. It is extremely satisfying to me that you invite the audience into your design process by publicly having arguments about game design (laughs) and allowing your players to chip in with comments and questions. It scratches a deep itch, and there isn't really anything else around like it, unless you have other recommendations. Cheers. I don't know of any other, like, developer podcasts like, so uh, i think roy recommended one to me a while ago and i wrote it down but i haven't listened to it yet and i don't remember what it was called sweet yeah that was this see this is the kind of insightful commentary i know uh, right that wvo quine is that is uh, why i am here the i remember <laughs> like uh, having great hopes for like the blizz casts and stuff like that yeah and they were always just, super like, disappointing like, super yeah. pr like it's like fan service as opposed to like actual meaty developer discussion it's tough having meaningful meaty developer discussions with even with blizzard devs in person because mm. so much of what they 
Well, yeah, they can't talk about can't so much about, about what they're talk- yeah. working on. Yeah, I mean, we so. sometimes have secrets. People don't begrudge us our secrets. That's true. A lot of the time, though. Yeah. They begrudge us everything else. <laughs> I miss Idle Thumbs. Yeah, me too. But again, that was games journalists talking about it from a well, player, from a Jake, player, like yeah, an Jake I mean, Video Games Rodkin. Yeah, was a two or three or a couple of he them. He did not talk about process numbers. a lot, though. No, he, did, he didn't talk to really talk about anything a lot. He, he was mostly there <laughs> Comic for relief. making funny jokes. So, yeah, I mean, we're not super good at like having structure to our discussions. No. You kind of have to glean a lot of detail from the, the what we talk about, but... Uh, Zenosis writes, are you guys still playing Skyrim? Uh, yes, and find out more on Video Games Hot yes, Dog. Yes, on Skyrim Hot Dog. Uh, I'm not, I don't have that much to say about Skyrim. I'm mostly going to talk about a slot machine <laughs> on Video <laughs> Games Hot Dog. Yeah, I, uh, I don't have any new Skyrim stories, but uh, I, did, uh, I did watch Jenny play a lot of... Uh, Saints Row 3, so I can talk about that some. Mm, I want to uh, I want to play Saints Row 3. I've been reading scholarly essays about Morrowind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? That's kind of like playing Skyrim. That was a weird essay, huh? I liked it a lot, yeah, actually. me too. I still need to read it. Um, I need to, we'll post it somewhere. Um, oh, yeah. But, yeah. Makes me sad that the writing in Skyrim is so bad. There's people talking about the books, and then every once in a while, I will see somebody chime in, yeah, but the books are terrible. I don't care that I can now get them all in convenient ebook form. That would mean that I would have to read them. I was mad that the game made me read one of those shitty books to solve a puzzle the other oh, really? day. Oh yeah, yeah. I I am a little surprised at how I th- I I kind of thought the books were randomly generated. The, maybe, like they were they were that sort of level of. We should like, maybe save this. Yeah, that's sure. true. But still, but still, yeah. Uh, anyway, says, have you guys been reading the community reaction to Trendy? Uh, how do you feel ab- uh, about how it turned out? Also, what do you guys think about the Feast of Boris debate regarding challenge pads? Uh, I don't know what the debate regarding challenge... I know that, that <coughs> somebody asked on Monday if we'd be willing to allow Feast of Boris on expired challenge pads. I don't feel particularly strongly about that one way or another. It would actually let us clean up the code a little bit. Uh, you know, just getting rid of those. But J- not- JLE suggested that we revamp Feast of Boris, so that it's not so Im- imbalancing, and we wouldn't have to exclude it. Yeah, that's probably the that's probably the most sane way to do it from a like dick stabber <laughs> oversight. On the position. other hand, it is cool to have a holiday that's pretty yeah. Yeah. potent. And I, I really like what it is for most of the people that enjoy it, yeah. and I don't want to take it away from them just because of the dick stabbers. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't been paying attention to the reaction to Trendy at all. Uh, C.D. Moyer posted some stats yesterday that said that it seemed like more people did Trendy runs in the first week or two weeks than did uh, Fist runs in the first two weeks of that. But we also, I mean, he pointed out a lot of people are saying, yep, I did one. wasn't for me, um, which is fine. You know, again, it There was, are definitely some people that are super excited about it. Yeah. And- this is it was for them <laughs> and and tomorrow i mean tomorrow it's gonna crank down a lot anyway because everybody's gonna be all like oh what's this boring shit for crimbo this is disappointing ah! <laughs> that's what they'll say <clears throat> their their heart will grow and then riffle sizes i small. told you i told you they wouldn't like it because they're too stupid to understand what we're trying to do <laughs> wow did did riff take up a job at disney world <laughs> yeah he took a Pajaba Disney World. <laughs> took a Pajaba at Disney World. Uh, this is Pajaba Disney World, this new strain of acid they've been. <laughs> um, 
Clump says, since you've done the hard work in dividing up stuff by month for trendy, it seems like it'd be straightforward to vary trendiness, giving access to only the last n months for almost arbitrary n. Is that a way you might extend the mechanism in the future? May give more flexibility to contests. I don't know. We could do super trendy, where you're only allowed to use this month's item of the month. <laughs> You're only allowed to use things that are new within the last 12 minutes. Ooh, the prescient, prescient trendy where you can only use things from next month. <laughs> you can only use items of the month from the future. That'd be great because then we could just ask people. We could ask the speed ascenders what items of the month they were using and then we wouldn't have to come up with them. Also, transparent aluminum. <laughs> uh, Nip says, a comment and two questions, if you please. One. I just started using the Penne Dreadful Pasta Guardian for the first time in my new Pasta Mancer run. This guy is hilarious. I've guffawed out loud since the moment I first summoned him, which whoever wrote that summoning text should get a bonus. And every time he chimes in during combat, simply awesome. Uh, coming up on Christmas, so whoever it was that wrote that probably is going to get a bonus. <laughs> um, I don't. I think that one was Scully's, right? Yeah, I think the, that might have been Scully's, yeah. Dreadful. Um, so the kingdom seems rife with demonic activity. We cleanse the taint in the grove. We can take a brief spin through pandemonium for some sweet loot, and the names of demons are whispered in the wind throughout the land. But where's the opposite and equal representation? Angels don't seem to have much of a presence in the kingdom. What's up with the religious cosmology of the kingdom, and will we ever see a significant presence of angels or angel-like beings in the future? There's angels there are in the... slight references to angels. There's, like there's the, there are there's, some angels. There's actual there's, some physical angels. Yeah, there's like angel hair. There's uh, angels of Avalon uh, that you see when you take some drugs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, eat a delicious mushroom. Yeah. Yeah, there's, I mean... There's, like, even... There's a name given for one of the angels at some point. We... Fart. It's, yeah. it's much <laughs> All more... All the angels are named Fart. It's much more standard like to... tell or something. Beat up, uh, beat up on demons than on angels. Yeah, because we don't want to give you a bunch of dudes where you're, like... You know, it's like, why don't we spend more time killing orphans? Yeah. <laughs> and, why is it all skeletons and no orphans? Because an orphan is the opposite <laughs> of a skeleton, right? Yeah. What there was that movie? What Le Legion? All that, skeletons have parents. That like all these angels attack. So if you want, if you want more angel action, maybe you should watch that while you right. play. Oh, uh, we can we can finally or when we prophecy. do uh, yeah we do the prophecy we do yeah. uh, the level fourteen quest which is just a scene for scene reenactment of the prophecy, <laughs> <laughs> including uh, a guy that I went to high school with uh, whose dad played the corpse. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I just made that revelation a bunch of times on the radio show. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> hey, hey, guys. What's up? Uh, three. Is there a record of the skills we primed with each ascension? I'd love to go back and see what I picked when to be able to compare my progress against the various recommendations the community has made strategy-wise. There is not. The order might be Maybe. maintained, but yeah. I am not sure. Not reliably, yeah. Yeah. Um, and is this going to be especially weird now that you can per, per multiple ones per run? Yeah. So, uh, P.S. Looking forward to Crimbo. Well, you say that now, but by the time <laughs> this airs, Crimbo will have started, and you'll be like, I'm looking back fondly on last Crimbo. <laughs> uh, Drongo says, when you visited London, did you go to the Hunterian Museum? If not, you did it wrong. Don't know why, but you seem like guys who would enjoy the spectacular array of bizarre things floating in glass jars. Struck me would make a truly horrifying night at the museum KOL zone, as well as animals, <laughs> a fetal sloth, actually kind of cute, a pregnant kangaroo. Uh, hey, Riff, are you a PK? <laughs> oh. Wait, there's nothing good that starts with, that starts with PK. Because, like, when you're a kid, you say, hey, are you a PT? And if they say yes, you say, oh, really? You're a pregnant teenager? And if they say no, you say, oh, really? You're not potty trained? Huh. Huh. Uh-huh. Never heard that one. Yeah. No. That's because you guys went to school in civilization. <laughs> I went to a museum over the weekend and uh, took a bunch of pictures of things. Like, there were a bunch of skeletons of just normal animals and, like, sort of near 
ancestors of normal animals that like exist in the world today and they look freaky man so like I, if we ever want to do some uh i'll do some, some stuff with skeletons we hardly ever do that demons oh, cool. demons uh i've got some really good source material there's this awesome like ancestor of the modern uh moose that had these gigantic horn like a uh, hmm. like massive like horn i am things. the very model of the modern moose's ancestor yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Anyway, he continues. Giant scorpions, dissections of cloacal orifices of both male and female tortoises, etc. There are assorted human remains. The foot of someone with elephantiasis, numerous diseased and dissected organs. Uh, boringly, it's the foot of somebody with elephantiasis of the hand. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Just check totally out, normal check out how much smaller this guy's foot was than the hand we're asking you to imagine. <laughs> Uh, and as a final boss, there are two skeletons. One is from someone with severe ankylosis. Uh, that's where your whole body turns into ankles, right? <laughs> uh, I think it has that, numerous I think extra it... cross linkages where extra bone is formed within the body. The other is from a giant. Huh. Hmm. Um, you, do you guys want to see a picture of a giant? <laughs> that sounds like a trick to get you guys to look at my dick or something, right? But, um, no, that was just a joke about that cab driver I had on the way to the airport once. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Oh, and game question. See this. And then he links to something. Uh, you've been talking recently about repeat play, about Uh, doing the same puzzles over and over again. What? There was a question there and you never answered it. Did we go to the museum? Oh, no. I don't think so. If we'd gone to the museum, I would remember that. that We went to the, uh, that cool museum in Oxford though. Yeah. Yeah. Where they had the stuffed dodo. Yeah. Was it a real stuffed dodo? I don't remember, but I think it was. Yeah. Why not? Was it the same dodo that Lewis Carroll had sex with? Possibly. <laughs> when there weren't any little girls, Andy. That was uh, that was the right district for <laughs> for him to have seen it. I saw a dodo at the uh, again at this museum I went to on the weekend, and it was it was just eerie how much I was like I can't look at that and not think about uh, Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's that is the primary part, way in which I I can I uh, contextualize dodo birds. I it's, feel the same way when I see a taxidermied carpenter. Really. <laughs> huh. Uh, anyway, uh, Drongo's, uh, Drongo's other question that he linked to. You've been talking recently about repeat play and how doing the same puzzles and over and over again can stop being fun. Have you considered adding some mechanism for players to skip puzzles they've completed on previous ascensions? As a casual ascender, I'd gladly spend a run to perm a precognitive puzzle perception passive, which would allow me to bypass time-consuming but repetitive parts of the game. Nemesis password, volcano maze, sorceress keys. So basically everything that Rift designs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we did uh, we did put in that thing that lets you skip the volcano maze, although you have to give up a little bit of your rewards. Yeah. Doing. I, you know, I, I definitely appreciated that, uh, that game, the flash game that handled that in a sort of an intelligent and friendly way. And I could imagine a situation where we would do that. Yeah. Alternatively, we could just come up with, uh, a hundred more varieties of puzzles mm-hmm. for you to do. Yeah. And, uh, then you could either love it or uh, hate it that much more. We just have to do more puzzles than Madame Defarge has ascensions. Who is she the one with the most ascensions? Uh, maybe. Okay. Um, Maybe this falls under the, under the umbrella of things that belong in Mafia, but as somebody who plays from a number of computers or an iPhone and regularly logs on for just a few minutes to burn a few turns, I don't particularly like Mafia and would like some native support for this. Yeah, I mean, I do think that there is very little value in forcing people to solve a puzzle that they already know, like just making people go through the motions of yeah. a puzzle. Some um, stuff is variable in that it, like, the particular solution, there might be like a dozen of them or you know, 50 of them or something like that. But then some stuff only has a couple solutions and some stuff is just the same each time. Hmm. And so I like, there's a little bit of value in sort of having to, f- to figure out like, like learning the the process and then having to repeat it. But 
it's not a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's a thing. The chess puzzles were pretty cool. I think people enjoyed doing yeah, those. Yeah, but then they're also not a thing they're that you have to required. do. They're not required. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even have to do them as part of that quest. Like, they're they're just an optional branch sure. of that stuff. Yeah, like the dwarf mine stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody really complains about that because once you've done it, I mean, I think it doesn't even once get boring until rewards. after the three times that you have to do yeah, it, get the, yeah. get the whole outfit, right? You yeah, know, I would just, say I would say three or four is probably the the most that we should expect someone to do something, and then we should sort of wean them off of it. I mean, and the lava somehow. maze is more of a game than a. I mean, it is a puzzle, but it's it's more of a game than a puzzle yeah. right i wish that they were randomly generated or proceed not random i wish they were <laughs> randomly generated like oh sorry you can't finish it this run i mean i could i could try and figure out a method by which that would be possible i don't know offhand if it is possible but i could look into it it would be tricky i think to have the same level of like depth to each one the yeah. same level of dickery it would be pretty yeah. it would be pretty easy i think to generate paths with the requisite number of steps mm -hmm. and then given that path generate a puzzle and then check to see check to make sure that there aren't any shortcuts yeah and you know you could you could write code to to make them sure i don't know about writing code to make them in real time but you could write code to make ten thousand of them right yeah. it you know to run once even if it took a while um yeah i don't know that we need to do something about the we need to do something about the the paper anyway because it's impossible to solve that puzzle on a phone, the uh, the the password for the nemesis quest right because mm. right. you can't look at unless you're also taking notes because like, yeah. you can't just open up all the descriptions and look at them at once. Um, <clears throat> Lokiator says, would it be possible to allow previous and custom outfits to save your unarmed status? Currently, if you switch from an outfit with a weapon to a previous slash custom outfit with no weapon, you'll retain the weapon of the outfit you removed. It's not a major issue, but it's caused me to lose my Kung Fu Hustler intrinsics a few times when I wasn't paying close attention, usually if I use chat paying commands to switch outfits. I think that changing that would bother more people than it would make happy. What about giving you items that are unharmed? <laughs> And like put, being able to save those in custom outfits. It's very meta. It is. Very yeah. Meta. No T. You have to equip mm. no T in your offhand main hands. I mean, if there were items that, yeah, okay. Yeah, fuck. Uh, you know, that is a very kludgy way of it's, dealing it, with it. It's goofy, right? Like the fact that you can wear. The fact that there are multiple accessory slots makes outfit handling goofy and... Uh, the Yeah, I mean, I think the default situation is that most people would probably want to retain their weapons, but it's because we've started to have so much unarmed yeah. relevant stuff, it's Which, becoming... You know, we're going to walk away from that because it's done. We've been there. Um, but it's... In fact, we're just going to start randomly putting in, like, you get attacked by a penguin, and if you're not wielding weapons, he charges you 10% of your meat in tax. <laughs> um, people seem to still go back and enjoy playing... Way of the surprising yeah, thing. We'll fix that. Dars <laughs> uh, says, Mr. Skullhead, I laughed and laughed at your nature vacuums and abhor joke, but my wife didn't get it. Can you remember any more jokes? I'll let you know if she laughs at any of those. Uh, also, how did y'all come up with the hobo power mechanic? Well, so Adam Carolla always made jokes about oh, hobo yeah. power. As on, on Loveline, hobo power was the, the unit of stench. Hmm. And I was just trying to come up with something for that outfit to do that wasn't that didn't necessarily like stack with everything else. Um, you know, it's kind of the same deal with like the El Vibrato stuff. Um, 
but yeah, I like I like that as a mechanic, like a a new variable that you can then tune. Yeah. Um, what was the other joke that Scully posted? And he posted his two favorites, and one of them was that nature vaccine. The other one was the Picard one. Oh yeah, yeah. Why did why did Captain Picard return his cross stitch something? Sorry, yeah, he couldn't make it so. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, it's like sewing machine. His surger maybe. Surger, yeah. so he, he, I think he didn't want to use so, so in yeah. yeah in the in the joke yeah. Yeah. Why did Captain Picard return his take his serger back to the store? But then you got to know what a serger is, which most people don't. Yeah, I don't think it was like that. I don't think it was that. Yeah. Something along those lines. So did he just have to write hundreds and hundreds of jokes? Yeah, he was he was kicking himself in the ass for committing to that for like the for like the thirty seven dollar range or whatever, yeah. which got hundreds more people <laughs> than he expected to get. That's phenomenal. I'm super psyched that those are hitting the streets yep yeah i can't wait to see how it how it turned out i was really worried doing the the layouts you were worried that you had fucked it all up yeah yeah i was like oh i hope these pages come out in the right order how (laughs) how does one letter a comic book because it seems like so you draw the bubbles knowing what the text is supposed is supposed to go in there but then you have to actually put the text in right yeah i mean it seems like it's there's a font yeah, I think right. this in this particular case, the dude had a had a font that he used. Because I, I think a lot of a lot of the time, a lot of them are, hand. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people do hand letter them. That seems rough. It seems like more work, but I feel like you could probably make it look nicer yeah. than it did. Because you have more control, more fine control over yeah, over the current oh, spacing. And, I mean, yeah, you could yeah. you could do that with a font. It would just be it would be time intensive. Time, yeah. time not as time intensive as writing it. I mean. Because every time you sure. fuck up, you have to like start. You have to throw it away and have the guy redraw the entire page, and then have the guy re-ink <laughs> the entire page, and then have the guy recolor uh. the entire page, and you're like, "Shit!" Every time. Um, my, my the way that I work is maybe not traditional. <laughs> uh, Mayo milkshake says, "I always want that to be Mayor milkshake," because I would. I would rally behind Mayor Milkshake. <laughs> Do you think there would be some sort him of into battle? runoff, <laughs> like when the mayor runoff election between Mayor Mc- Milkshake and Mayor McCheese? Mm-hmm. Where you just get to drink all the milkshake and cheese that is runoff of... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a runoff. <laughs> Gross. Uh, yeah. I mean, Mayor Milkshake brings all the voters to the yard. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> until, uh, until your nemesis drinks him. Yeah. He drinks it up. I'll die. I drink your There mayor. will be politics. <laughs> uh, anyway, Mayor Milkshake writes, uh, there's been a recent forum thread discussing how lacking Little Canadia is compared to the other moon sign areas. If I remember right, when the MCD was moved to all three moon signs, there was some discussion about upgrading Little Canadia. Will Canadia see an update at some point? Merry Christmas. There's, there's a quest. So, yes, someday there will be a quest. There's a quest. It's, but we've, we've got it now. We've, we know how to do it. Yeah, you keep saying that. We do. You've said that a million times. Oh, we can do it now. <laughs> It's a quest. It's on the moon. It's not on the moon. Sure it is. It's not on the moon. It's in World of Warcraft from five years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that Skyrim shows that having uh, having people follow you around is just as bullshit as it has always been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know about Canadia, man. I don't know. What do you do? I mean, all you like the, the, the only way to do it is stuff. to like, oh, okay, yeah. Well, the, the, we put this button in Canada that's the shave ten turns off your run count <laughs> run butt <laughs> off your run count run butt. Yeah, let's run count run butt against Mayor Milkshake <laughs> and see who wins. 
you could have uh i don't know spooky raven automatically unlocked or something you could have there's a, there's a couple of things you could probably do right because the the moxie sign has you know a couple of like has a store that lets you buy stuff mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean canadia has a store that lets you buy stuff it's just not stuff anybody wants the well, ascension relevant getting past a gate yeah being able to theoretically that's all going to change anyway so. see the thing here's here's what would make people the happiest there's a store in little canadia that sells large boxes from the dungeon oh. yeah but <laughs> fuck that fuck that that doesn't make any goddamn sense well but it could have you don't need the you don't need the large boxes or the potions as long as you get all the effects oh yeah there could be a perfumery okay that where you get different colognes that have the same effects okay potion right <laughs> yeah you just slather yourself with poutine gross this is liquid booze poutine this is cloudy poutine <laughs> cloudy poutine was my favorite uh, victoria's secret model from the 90s <clears throat> slurp says the last couple of crimbos have included mechanisms crimbo crates bindle stockings by which some minor items from previous crimbos became reattainable could you discuss the thinking behind these apparent exceptions to the general rule that limited time content stays limited might we see crimco items return to the kingdom via future crimbos i mean a lot of those decisions are made by scully who is less uh, less up his own ass about limited time content staying as limited as i am up his ass about that my own ass we are each as up our own asses as we are <laughs> is one of you pretending to be Richard Gere? Uh, yes. And the other one this is time, This time you're the hamster. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, those items are also, like, limited time items that you could get 5,000 of during yeah, a holiday. Yeah. It's less of a big deal to, to implement them again later. Yeah. Uh, ooh, Alpha Omicron says, Jick, I can probably hook you up with a Miss Pac-Man cocktail table. Let me know if you're interested. Fuck yeah, I'm interested. I hope this counts as letting you know. <laughs> You might want to reply in the forums. And also, like, how how hook up is that? Like, I don't it's know. like for $5,000, I, yeah. I will build well, one. Well, I said that I want one, but I'm not willing to pay what they cost, uh, which I think of them costing $2,500. So <laughs> if, if, if they cost $5,000 and he's willing to give me a sweet 50% discount, then maybe I don't want that. But uh, also, uh, I could give you this milk carton that I've written Miss Pac Man cocktail table on for free. <laughs> Uh, That's probably a thing that I'm also not interested in. Power book. Kren <laughs> <laughs> uh, von Salzburg says, Regarding the hullabaloo over the sandpapered tomes, was there a particularly difficult technical reason that would have prevented a brute force issued new tome or issue used tome for anybody with the skills method? I know this is why we can't have nice things. I'm just honestly not understanding why it was better to remove I can't get every item frustration and replace it with I have to rebuy things so I can get every recipe frustration, given that it's both the same kind of person affected. Unless the database is truly horrific, I can't see more than four scripts per skill book. First build a list of all the skill owners, then wean them out by checking for an already existing book, one for inventory closet hangs, so it would result in a huge batch of items that give you book to a, a, a the, the short answer That's is uh jick was not going to do any of this and the only way that i can do it is by <laughs> the way that is also the biggest dick way of doing it you know <clears throat> this is uh, this is a thing another thing for people to acquire and collect it, like people like there are people who like to collect recipes so you know now you have to collect some recipes and uh, it's a it's a thing it's a task it's a it's a it probably would have only cost a day for me to give everybody the the books that they had or 
hundreds of dollars to pay someone else to do it. And it wasn't worth either of those things yeah. to make the handful of people happy that could have been made happy by other means. Right. Or who are just never going to be happy, period. Right. Uh, it, it's yeah, just, this was this was a way that I could do it that didn't require almost any uh, input from from Jick. And I, I was sympathetic with the people who wanted like who felt like they were trapped, but not so sympathetic that you didn't want to make them feel even worse about a different thing. Well, but. You wanted to put everyone in the same boat that some of the people were in. I there were there was something like you basically had to do this extremely. You had to do a an extremely convoluted run through like bad moon. Yeah, you could like do that. a bad moon run, but how would you? How do you get access to the books in bad moon? You would have had to buy them in the mall or something like in bad that. moon. Yeah, it's extremely convoluted process, and this was a way to make it like viable for everybody and and all it did was create more market for the old books which which is not what people wanted they wanted them to be easier to get not harder i mean they were made easier to get by you making them have a a used functionality to begin with right because then you only ever need one period and now you just only ever need two if you already permed it well okay sure right i guess this this really is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. No, I mean it's why it's why we need to start updating the game once every six months when we've considered all of the implications of everything that we do, so that we never put out anything that upsets people, or will upset people if we try to change it in the future. Yeah. I mean, right? there, there were there, there were a bunch of people who were extremely happy with this yeah. with this change, and there are some people that complain about it, but their complaints. Are... Their complaints are born out of a mindset that we are less excited about supporting with our design than the mindset of people who want cool skills to play with. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's just like that fucking whatever that thing was, the bag that you got that oh, yeah. we should have thought of that, <clears throat> right? Oh, because the, the, the because the container itself was a was the a container itself item. was an item that you could put in your fucking display case, which. Uh, it just it, it, that sort of attitude is primarily a vehicle for making the people who have it unhappy about everything and secondarily a vehicle for tying our hands up when we want to do something straightforward and in a way that's like intuitive to the average person right there's so many decisions that we make that it's like why did you do this in this complicated way it's like oh well we had to because otherwise somebody would shove this into their dick eye and then hit it with this as a hammer um that's the thing people do, right? Like you put a thing in your dick and then you hit it with a hammer. That's how you get rid of gallstones. Oh, cool. Oh. Huh. And galls. <laughs> the whole of gall will be hammered into three dicks. Gall, galls are divided into three parts. Um, <clears throat> the Sal says, spleen counter? No, seriously. Can you guys move the runaway button from directly below the skills and combat items area up to, say, uh, anywhere else? Really? I ask because I can't count the number of times I've run away from a combat when I didn't mean to as a result of a slow connection, drunken stupidity, or any other number of reasons. What we need is a counter of the times that you've run away from combat so that you would be able to count them and oh. then we'll have solved this problem. Um, yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to change the way that the fight interface works. Um, I think we came up with a way today of doing it that wouldn't cause a whole lot of problems. But something that I would like to have for for the children is uh, something that I really like having, which is the interface elements always in the same place. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that's just it would just be better 
if it had been like that all along. And I know somebody will piss and moan. And it needs to still be such that you like tab through them in the same order or whatever, so as not to not to fuck up everybody's bullshit. But uh, I think that might make it a little easier because I think what will happen is you will like click on a drop down and then you will mouse down to click on something on the drop down, but accidentally close the drop down before you do that, and so click on whatever was underneath it, mm-hmm. right? And if we positioned them like side to side, that wouldn't happen. I don't know how wide that would get, though. Yeah. It would get sort of arbitrarily wide is the problem. There are some things that are really wide that you can use in combat. Yeah. What I really wish, uh, what I wish HTML had was a, you know what, I guess it kind of does have this. So, like, if we assumed that a fight button and a use a skill button with a drop down were wide you know we're not so wide that we couldn't put them there we put a non-breaking space between those two elements and then a break space between that and the combat items and run away button or whatever like macros whatever so that it would break in a sane place but i think what it might not be able to do is like even if this is even if this has a line break in it i would still like this thing at the bottom to be the size of its contents right that's where it starts getting tricky yeah um i don't know i don't know the right way to do that but i would I mean, like, to, like to change it having everything as icons in the combat action bar solves a lot of these problems yeah but then it, the drop down's a lot less friendly and mm. you know sure trade-offs yeah the standard html drop downs are kind of a bear especially when you have a hundred things in them yeah but i also they have advantages that nothing else the no other duplication of the, yeah, forward searching and, and just that you know they're there's a lot to be said for standard interface elements if you're the kind of person that wants to do a bunch of shit with a keyboard, right? And sure. a lot of people do, especially like, you know, I feel like we attract a techie kind of set and like especially people who continue to play KOL for years and years and years, a lot of it they're just doing by rote, you know? And so they're going to want to do things as efficiently as possible. Sure. Uh, Kren von Salzburg also says on a slightly less Christ this again note regarding extra class familiars would it be reasonable to have the use message for a familiar hatchling pop up do you want to let this familiar go free choice when you already have one in your terrarium that should eliminate the we don't want you to accidentally give your first one away problem while still allowing decluttering I think we should just uh, have a familiar suicide booth I don't think that if we did that I don't think anyone would use it why no, not the suicide booth. The, the, the <laughs> let this go thing. I just oh, don't. Okay. I don't think anyone would do it. I don't. I think that we've trained people to not ever want to get rid of anything. If we let them turn it into something useful, if we let them turn something useless into something useful, they will do it. If we let them turn something useless into nothing, they won't. Yeah. Um. I also, I kind of don't like the idea of people eating. The Gru is evil. Yeah, I, and I don't like the I idea agree. of people eating their macaroni duck because they're cute. Yeah, yeah, but they're also delicious. <laughs> You could feed it to a bird, and that'd be weird and meta. You could, uh, you could send your extra pets off to live and run free with a nice farm family somewhere. Yeah, right. And they could give you forty dollars, <laughs> like forty actual dollars. <laughs> it's gonna get expensive, guys. You ready? You ready to Im- implement austerity program X twenty seven? Zenosis says, wait. He's telling that guy to use the uh, combat action bar. And then the other guy is undoubtedly saying, I don't want to. 
Yep, that is exactly what happened. <laughs> uh, Blister Guy says, there's been some discussion about the uh, impending fax apocalypse, which is what happens to the current challenge path when the fax machine rotates out of use halfway through the challenge path season. Is this something that's been discussed around the office? Do you believe it will be as big a deal as those calling it the fax apocalypse? Uh, you had mentioned that items of the month released during the season might be used to make up for previous items of the month that are rotating out of use, which would lead me to believe that upcoming garden might share some functionality to the last one. Any plans to duplicate the functionality of the fax machine? No, but I think we could probably figure out a way to, once we know for real how big of a deal it is, we will know what we need to do to make up for it, if anything. I, You know, it, this was certainly an issue. It certainly came up, and it's certainly a thing that we spent a lot of time talking about. But I'm not as concerned about it as people referring to it as a, an apocalypse are, clearly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Frankenbean says, Is there any reason that the Gygaxian Librem skill does not show up in my list of skills? I seem to remember a mention on the post-con cooldown show, but I can't find the details any longer. My vanity must be appeased. That's, That's a really weird thing that has to be done manually, and it kind of it irritates me a little bit that we still have to do that with every single tome because we it's, do tomes so rarely that it's super it's just never been a big yeah, but deal. It's janky, and it's never thing that I think of. I don't know how to do it because it was like stuff that Xenophobe did because people complained about it when the bookshelf was first implemented. Right. It's just like all this stuff that I just wish that I wish we had been able to see the future at every point in the past. Maybe we could be like the Cyclops and Krull. We'd trade one of our eyes for the ability to see the future, but the only thing that we could see was people bitching about stuff. <laughs> I think that's worth an eye. You think so? No. No, probably not. Because then you're just... I, I, I'd be nervous if I... Because right now, I can, like, juggle knives and shit, and I'm like, you know what? I might lose an eye, but that's okay. If I only had one <laughs> eye left, I would be for, perpetually fucking terrified of losing it. What about, uh, what about if you just close one of your eyes and then you read the forums? <laughs> Oh, yeah. If you close one eye and read the forums, all you see is people bitching. <laughs> You're right. It works. Uh, the Dog Delusion says, hey, guys, last show you talked briefly about Japanese panty vending machines and wondered aloud, is that a thing? Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, there was some backlash once it became mainstream knowledge here in Japan, largely moral outrage, but also worried about the health concerns, since in some cases the panties were more than just lightly soiled or previously worn. Usually, uh, Ultimately, however, the final nail in the coffin was something about requiring machine owners to have a license for selling secondhand goods. As a result, some of the vending machines still exist. Most of the vending machines have been nixed in favor of more under-the-counter type dealings in sex shops, soap lands, and other unsavory places. What is a soap land? I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, Maybe some kind of bathhouse? Uh, thusly, you can still buy used or soiled panties if you try hard enough or know where to ask, but enough say pubic attention, enough <laughs> public attention was brought to the issue that it's not really as easy now as it was in the 90s, not the 80s, as was speculated. Uh, question. If you could have one KOL familiar in real life, what would it be? I'd pick the personal rain cloud because that would be kick-ass. Hmm. I mean, I'm pretty fond of the chocobo just in general, but I don't know if that would It be... could pull you around. Yeah. Pull around my brain wagon. <laughs> But then you wouldn't get any exercise. But then you wouldn't need it because you wouldn't have any muscles. That's right. Huh. Hmm. Boy, I don't know. That's I'd that have to think about it. Tough call. I haven't. The MPCR would give you free toast. Oh, that's true. You could never starve. Yeah. Of course, you could never with the organ grinder. You could never starve either. That's true. Stomping boots, you'd never run out of paste. <laughs> but with both of those, you'd have to find a lot of things to kill. <laughs> if you had a sexual fetish where. The thing that excited you the most was not a all of a woman's clothes disappearing all of a sudden, but everything except a woman's clothes disappearing all of a sudden. Then the he bolter would be a good, <laughs> like 
you know, you could go around just disintegrating ladies, and then like, Uh-oh. if you could only get a boner by looking at clothing hanging in midair in the shape of a woman for just a second, <laughs> then the he boulder would be the way to go, right? Because <laughs> soap lands are. Uh, Japanese places that offer assisted baths with the services of a prostitute. Ah. Oh, okay. Happy ending store. Assisted baths. It's weird. Only my dick is dirty. Again. (laughs) How does this keep happening? Every Thursday. Every Thursday. My dick gets all dirty. Uh, Sleepy Worm says, I said this a week ago, but I don't think you got to it. Thank you so much for Trendy. It is so, so much fun. I can't wait to see how it changes over time. The sorority house got me back into the game, and Fist got me back into Ascending, and Trendy made me love Ascension all over again. Thank you, thank you, and happy Crimbo. Now, it's good to see you, Sleepy Worm. You have good taste in shirts, because one time I saw you and you were wearing a shirt I like that I wear all the time that I made. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Also, uh, just for you this Christmas, I'm going to pretend not to hate poor people. <laughs> uh, Super Dave 1989 says, very much looking forward to Crimbo. I've been following the Don and his escapism. Very excited for the new content. Any sneak peeks? Candy. I don't know. It's going to be released by the time this show is brought. You just ruined. You just ruined Crimbo. I ruined everything about Crimbo. Uh, Top 1214 says, use skill book change. I don't care how many people wish you were never born. You're awesome in my book. Do you hear that hot stuff? Some people wish that you were never born because of this used skill book change. <laughs> God, what Man. the fuck is wrong with people? I, uh, I've not read most of that thread. <laughs> uh, in Aftercore, I so. get to be fashionably late, steal people's lunches, and make people in chat happy by declaring them employee of the month. Well, that is exactly what we were hoping for, to give you the chance to play with some of those awesome skills that you got. Your happiness outweighs the sadness of very few. Uh, you should move to this town uh, called Omalos, where a similar situation exists. See, we need whipping boys. We need the people who are upset with us so that other people can be happy. We have to, we, it is, it is physically impossible. It is a physical law of the universe that you cannot change things without pissing some people off. Right. Mm -hmm. So we have to pick the things that take the fewest number of people and piss them off the most to create a situation where this is like some sort of weird, yeah, some sort of weird total uh, utility argument. Okay. Yeah. So what we need to do is hold a lottery wherein one of our forum posters gets stoned to death. Ooh. Like, you smoke like, so yeah. much yeah. pot. Those nugs were so dank, I literally died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, sticky purple hairs. <laughs> Visible THC crystals. I'm, did you see that somebody sent us a photograph? Uh, no. Somebody, uh, just somebody sent us a picture of some weed. Uh, to the Twitter that's like, oh, I think this has sticky purple hairs and visible THC crystals. <laughs> ah, fucking stoners, man. I watched that American Juggalo documentary. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it was depressing. Depressing how many of those people were breeding. There were a lot of kids involved. Yeah. Are there a lot of pregnant smoking ladies and a lot of just like, you know, yep, this is pretty much why I don't like poor people. Are there significant Juggalo like contingents? Not in America? I don't don't know. know. Uh, Only in the countries that I'm racist against. (laughs) That's going to be my assumption. Uh, Diabolico. You know, not all juggalos are scumbags, but it's like... Like, There was a a strong feeling of, like, camaraderie. They, like, talked a lot about family. It felt fakey to me. It felt like a thing that they were saying more to themselves than to the person that was interviewing them, because I think most of them 
were probably not having as good a time as they said that they were having, just from the looks on their faces. Hmm. I mean, I'm guessing that there are probably a lot of fights there. There aren't, actually. Aren't there? No. I mean, they certainly, like, will they invite a particular music act on to have uh, the crowd throw beer bottles at them and shit, right? And despite what they said, not a lot of brown or black people yeah, in the crowd. Yeah, there, there was not a lot of diversity uh, you know, that I saw. And I, Well, it's hard to tell because all that white makeup on. There were, there were a lot of people not, sure. not wearing yeah. makeup. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe it is a very egalitarian organization. I, I don't know. It's, it, is, it is hard for me to judge knowing as little as I do about, about the whole situation with Juggalos. I mean, that the gathering of the Juggalos takes place about an hour from where I grew up. Okay. And I just don't like the people that live there in general. A lot of them are fine. You know what? Like, a lot of them, the grown-ups, mostly okay. Mostly people settle down. But, like, I don't know, the man. The sort of uneducated young people in those in those areas are just kind of the worst kind of people. Just Just xenophobic for no other reason than they're scared of stuff and really self-righteous about how they can't possibly be like a bad person because they're a manager at Taco Bell. And I don't know. I, I, I kind of like the insane clown posse after that, after seeing a couple interviews with them, you know, that, that where they were clearly trying to be demonized in the interview and it just made the interviewer look like an asshole. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It was just like, I feel like if we went to that thing, those people would be very mean to us. Hmm. I don't know. Depends on how you tried to interact with them. I am surprised to find out. If you shared some weed with them, I'm sure they would be sure. They'd be happy to share your weed. You yeah. know, like yeah. I don't know. You know, it could just be. It just could be a visceral reaction to like, oh right, those are the guys that if you get too near them in the hallway, they will call you a faggot and knock your books out of your hands, and yeah, then no one will yeah. help you pick your books up. Yeah. And so, and you know what? Maybe, maybe they have found a way to not be assholes. Like maybe, maybe being around other juggalos makes up for even a week for all of the beatings that their parents give them for smoking too many of their cigarettes or whatever. And they are actually being nice. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely not the crowd that I would choose to hang out with, but I don't know that that makes it sort of like a crowd that I want to deride without any reason to, you know? Yeah, sure. I mean, and you're a nicer guy than I am, and a, and a sort of more socially responsible and enlightened guy than I am. So. Uh, Diabolico says, you talk more about maps in the last radio show, and I'd like to chime in with some support for this idea. Super easy work for you guys. Or, uh, it, okay, It's super easy work for you guys and a simple thing for the players to enjoy. You can even create one-time per ascension methods of acquiring certain already existing items to boost strategic complexity. For example, map that drops in the dungeon of doom, referencing someone who starved to death, leads you to find a single knob kitchen grab bag. This adds zero new items or power creep, but it's strategically interesting to ascenders by giving it an extra incentive to go for the zap wand, even if their runs are slow enough that it isn't normally necessary. You say that it doesn't add power creep but if it is interesting it almost definitionally adds power creep right unless we happen to like it is it is a nice idea that we understand the intricacies of the speed game enough to be able to add in something that was perfectly balanced but we don't and we can't adding a bunch of stuff that was alternative ways of, of acquiring stuff is is kind of interesting sure but i don't know i like actually trying to make it balanced would be 
I mean, and that's it. That, like, so if if we did an update, like if we just spent you know a couple days and we're like, all right, we're just adding like ten new maps, and we, here are the guidelines. No, and we're talking no, like no new art and maybe one new item per map, if if anything. And they all have to be they all have to be sane, right? We're talking like, about like 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 Doctor Hobo's yeah, scalpel yeah, type those, maps, those kind of things. Because there are there are some of those in the beginning, and then there then they just I, stop. You know, I yeah. think that. The overwhelming majority of people who use those probably look at spoilers to see how to do it. I don't remember. I mean, I guess the one you just have to be wearing the snorkel, right? Yeah, I think so that one is pretty that straightforward. Fairly straightforward. The you have to have gone to the store. Yeah, is is pretty. Tricky. It talks about it, right? Like it 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 makes reference to something that you know weighs the same as a knife and and is the same shape as asparagus right and you've you have seen to know you have to have is. seen that monster which you probably have right or you will if you're poking around but i mean yeah. I, i'm guessing that if you're looking for something involving asparagus and a knife it is not a huge logical jump that you need to get this from the knife wielding asparagus can right i don't know that seems pretty that seems pretty logically disparate yeah. Likewise, says a map in the back alley may lead to a cache of herbs for easy or for early run pasta crafting. But I mean, that would just be straight power creep, right? And also, there's already a map in the back alley. Anyway, uh, anyways, I hope you, helps us give you some ideas that help you roll out content with minimal effort. Yeah. I, you know, I wonder. It's not just a question of just rolling out arbitrary content, though, right? Like that's we have we have so much content that we could roll out. I just wonder if we decided if we if we decided to have like a month where this is our experiment, we focus on the most content with the least effort, like focus on just increasing the player excitement to developer effort ratio as high as possible so that we can spend some time on the things that we don't have time for because every item of the month spirals out of control and every I don't even really know how to think about that. Right. Right. Like so much of the so much of the game is like it has to go through your quality filters, and I can think of you know hundreds of things that I could. Oh, so it's my fault, is what you're saying? No, mm-hmm. but like I could think of hundreds of things that like wouldn't require spending any any new items or or whatever. But I don't think many of them would be good. Is the problem right? Like it's not just yeah. a question of adding content; it has to yeah. be flavorful. Yeah. I mean, those maps, even even the ten thing limit. Although ten things is probably unrealistically low. Twenty was pretty realistic, I think. Yeah. Um. 10 was 10 was really restrictive. Yeah, because I mean if you had three monsters and they each had a drop, that's most of your shit right there. Yeah. And then does a non-combat count as a thing? Like 10 10 was 10 was too tough. Uh, let's see. Garge says, I imagine by the time I read this, I'll be enjoying slash mulling over slash replanting a new item of the month. But I must ask, what compelled you to make it act in a way that is so obviously imaginative slash boring slash derivative slash optimal slash suboptimal and refrain from doing what was obvious slash expected slash useful? Uh, regardless, I do have to say that although my view is mainstream slash different, uh, it is one that expresses a real portion of the player base and that I eagerly anticipate a crimbo that I will inevitably expect to have some link to the content of this item of the month and other irrelevant facts. That was like that comedy act that Andy Daly did. Yeah. That- so, that you hated. Uh, Chilled says, I've noticed a massive problem with the beer helmet, Frat Boy War Hat. It says it's got a can of beer attached to each side and says, what could be more fashionable than a hat that's also a third of a six-pack of beer? Surely it's two beers is a quarter of a six-pack of beer. <laughs> yeah. Ah, the new math. Um, 
Stumps McGee says, In the recent discussion about the documentation, you discussed the credits. I was thinking that I, for one, would love for you guys to get some more attention, so I was wondering if you'd put in a credit dungeon where we could battle the powers that be. Not only would this give you guys more attention and show a bit of each of your personalities, but it would answer important questions like, what type of fighting style does C.D. Moyer use? Or, does equipping Jick's sword make you unable to play the MMG? Which I don't really get that. That's I, kind of funny, actually. Yeah. I still get my I still get a chat notifications of getting my butt kicked oh, by yeah. various people three or four times a day. Having having that like I could imagine that being a thing that we could stop stop waving a hammer at the microphone. Is that, what you're... Is that what sorry? Was... Hot stuff hates it when I step out of character during his recordings. But... <laughs> I was I was trying to trying to get you close closer, closer to the, the mic, <laughs> but but you were scared to get him too close yeah, because like... of the hammer waving. It is a little strange. You're just sitting here waving that hammer around. Uh, I don't I don't have any good toys to play with. <laughs> Yeah. We need to bring uh, Modulock back in we here. We did, Modulock silent, didn't make it to the new studio. We need like silent things lucidity. to occupy our hands. Like some lucidity. Yeah. Yeah. Some night. Yeah. Bob strikes back. I, I'm i kind of excited about Christmas carols. Like the, all the Christmas music that's been playing. I'm like, oh, you know, Christmas is awesome. You're getting wow. old. Really? Yeah. That is the opposite to my uh, reaction. No, it's like <laughs> I like it well enough. I mean, I'd rather listen to a Christmas. Like if I go into Target, I would rather listen to a Christmas song than whatever bullshit they play in the PA at Target. I guess it depends on the song in question. If it's a traditional Christmas. I'm traditional. Traditional all the okay. way. Traditional. Okay. Yeah. Having the credits be a zone is kind of a funny idea. <laughs> that is kind of yeah. funny. Actually. Yeah. Like, I can, you know, it'd be weird to do like, it now. Like the Dire Warren. Like, you know, everything's like just one hit point, one stat or whatever. And then you just have to fight your way through the credits to see who did what. Yeah. That's kind of that's yeah. funny. Jake draws an extra picture of himself and punches you in the dick. Yeah, with his other hand. He pretends to draw with his left hand and punches you in the dick with his right <laughs> We'd have to keep changing it yeah. to, to as a, as reference it future around. jokes. Yeah. Well, to reference present jokes, but in the future. But uh, I'm also excited to see Love Actually like a dozen times. Yeah. It's going to be great. So here's what I want to do while our moms are in town. Yeah. Uh, Did you acquire stockings? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I started giving, uh, and I'm going to be sad on Christmas, just hint, hint, I'm going to be sad on Christmas morning if my stocking is filled with nothing but a, a lack of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be nice for everybody in the house to be able to give little stocking stuffers. Do uh, do we have stockings for our moms? No. Okay. I, I didn't think they would care. My uh, mom would have apted out, I think, if I'd given her the opportunity. Also, uh, mine, it, there were no Z stockings, so mine is J. I, okay, I was wondering if that was just a really stylized Z. <laughs> I, I picked the one that was both my last initial. Uh, I'm, I'm the only one that gets two names in this uh, stocking procession. Uh, Grave says, have the powers that be considered... Oh, sorry, this movie day. Uh, this is what I want to do oh, while, yeah, yeah. while our moms are here for Christmas. Uh, one day, Gremlins, Die Hard, Love Actually. Okay. All Christmas movies. Okay. All good movies. Die Hard 2. Die Hard 1. Die Hard 1 is... Oh, yeah, I guess they're, they're, they're both Christmas. I haven't seen Gremlins since I was a kid. I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. I watched Die Hard 2 recently because I was in the really in the mood you for it. You watched Die Hard 2 recently or... No, Die Hard 2. Okay. Comma. There's no comma. So you watched Die Hard twice. Yes. Uh, Grave says, have the powers to be considered adding quests that each class that get each class more familiar with their unique class skills, like turtle taming? Also, uh, any idea how many words have been written for the game since its creation? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. At least 12. Yeah, yeah. Because just to name the classes, you needed that many. Yeah. Um, not really, you only needed 10. <laughs> but um, at least 10, in other words. Yeah. Um, I don't know that those things need quests, really. Yeah. 
I mean, the Nemesis stuff... <coughs> although, the, you don't really use the seal stuff in there because those things have been in development before I added the seal taming yeah. or the seal clubbing and turtle taming. Um, why does the dog delusion have an encyclopedic knowledge of Japanese panty vending machines? Says Demix. I don't know. Um, you often say, says Stetherell, if we, if we did this the way we would do it now, X wouldn't be a problem. A recent example I can remember was in regards to multi-stage crafting. Are there any plans to revamp any systems and do them differently? I the way you would do them today. A lot of them we can't because it would just make everybody boo-hoo. They would boo-hoo like they had a boo-boo. Uh, let's see. Sinorompe asking if uh, forum accounts would ever be linked directly to player accounts. And no, no. Um, because we... I don't trust the forum security. I don't, I don't want to trust the security of some third-party app with our account information. Uh, Nuge says, end of last year and the start of this year really kicked off with a lot of changes to quests, but that's slowed down a bit since then. Understandably, with challenge paths, new content familiar, new content item of the month, Halloween content, new Crimbo season, are there plans to continue revamping the quest in the future? Yeah, I'm feeling this constant pressure to catch up on that shit because I, it's it sucks to have left it midway like this. Um... Blister guy says, "Whatever happened to the idea of smashing overgrown pumpkins? I know Scully was keen. Is that your? Is it that you're concerned that an overgrown pumpkin pumpkin might be too good of a pull if turned into multiple regular pumpkins? Uh, now it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm not against the idea of that. Like, if you could take the big one and turn it into three smaller pumpkins oh. or whatever, just so you're not just like, ah, oh, fuck, I forgot to log on, and now I don't get any of these pumpkins. I get this thing that I can't do anything with, except make a sweet jack o' lantern." Which is, you know, appropriate any time of the year. Gamelli says, what do you guys want for Christmas this year? What's your favorite Christmas-related memory? Feel free to plug in non-Christian substitutes for Christmas in these questions as appropriate. I don't know. None of us are any less Christian than we are not any other religion. Yeah. We're not <laughs> celebrating Saturnalia or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what my favorite Christmas-related memory is. Uh, there was one time the radio station in the town that I grew up played Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer on repeat for 24 solid hours. Wow. And so in that I was like seven years old and I really liked that song. That made me pretty happy. I liked, uh, sometimes I would sleep under the Christmas tree. I like that. It's got a good smell. Yeah. You like, you would sleep. I would just lay there and fall asleep because it was right. It was close to the wood stove, which that was really smart. Yeah. It wasn't actually <laughs> that close to the wood stove. And it was like a kerosene heater. Um, so it was just like a warm, you know. I like, I mean, I, pretty much every Christmas I play through one or two Nintendo DS games. Oh, yeah. Which is always fun. So, so that's your favorite memory? No, I mean that's like Just something that I something that I, en- I enjoy. Uh when I, I guess when I was a kid, I just I, I liked having like really snowy Christmases. There was a, a Christmas where all the roads were closed on Christmas and my dad had to go in the Jeep and collect my grandmother. Hmm. Uh because he had he could like get through the snow in a way that normal cars couldn't and could go off road and stuff like that um i remember once uh, the car breaking down uh, outside of our house in the snow and our just dad getting stuck in the snow and him telling me that we were gonna have to be like luke skywalker and han solo and go through the snow to get home <laughs> and he was gonna have to cut open with one of the neighbor's cows and stuff me inside it <laughs> so that, was, that that part was omitted um what about you riff Mm. wonderful christmas memories mm. precious, precious precious christmas moments, christmas moments to end moments. the show on i remember 
reading a lot of jokes in Reader's Digest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, you always spend you always spend Christmas at an old lady's house. So yeah. Christmas yep. is old lady for you. Do you that's, have those that's, like that's hard now. candies? All the, all the old ladies died. Oh, wow. Yep. Now what's it going to be? Uh, Christmas at your dad's house, so you're just reading jokes from old copies of Beowulf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, uh, they only really had the one joke back then, but you get a hearty laugh out of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have to. It's a tough world, you know. <laughs> also, eggnog. Fucking eggnog. Also, grode. Oh man, more like grode. That is that is one of my favorite. Christmas traditions is getting some delicious eggnog and yeah. my dad's my dad's mince nutmeg. pie is a good is a good Christmas tradition mm-hmm. we have mince pie yeah is it made out of uh, sweet meats uh, well mainly apples I think. oh okay yeah. it's so like it's apples and like raisins and rum. pancreases and stuff no, no. Okay. I don't know why it's called I am meat. gonna make a beef heart pie for Christmas oh are you gonna put a little captain hat on it yes all right uh, that's enough Kingdom of Loathing show everybody. Uh, we'll oh, see right. you uh, listening live. We'll see you on the other side for Video Games Hot Dog. If you're not listening live, download Video Games Hot Dog, where we will talk about Skyrim and no more poor people. Talk about my plan <laughs> for no more poor people. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. See it.